Welcome. You're listening to the Heritage Podcast. To learn more about Heritage, including meeting times and upcoming events, visit us online at www.heritageff.org. Now, let's get into today's podcast. God did some amazing things in 2020. God, even though the doors were shut in some churches, heaven was still open. God was still speaking. God was still moving in our lives. But I truly believe, like we read today, like, like uh, Ed and Sue read, and then we listened to the video, 2021, God has some amazing things in store for us. If we're open and we're willing to receive what God has for us, amen? You know, a lot of times, and, and the beginning of, tw- of a year, January, everybody does something. They set this New Year's resolution. And some of them look different for different people. Some of it's, uh, I'm going to read more. Have you guys set any resolutions for this year? At the beginning, to, to start some stuff off. Like, this year, I'm going to do some things differently. This year, I'm going to read more. Or maybe this year, I'm going to start to save more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut back on my going out to eat. I'm, I'm big on eating out, out and it's, it's bad. I need to cut back on it. It's just so easy, but I need to cut back. Maybe it's, you're not going to get so much coffee from Starbucks, overpriced, burnt coffee. You're not going to do that anymore. You're going to pull back and maybe not spend so much at Coffee, at coffee Bean or co- Starbucks. And, and I'm going to pull back. Or, or maybe it's, I'm going to start to eat better. Or maybe I'm going to go to the gym. I haven't been to the gym in, in a long time. That's not because of COVID. That's just because I just stopped going. <laughs> but when I used to go to the gym, I would go and I was, I was, when I would go, I was in it. I was in there. I would go like at 6 in the morning, 5 in the morning. I would go and, and you would see these guys and they would just be super big, all like biceps. They've got the abs and everything. And they got little, little bitty legs. And you can tell that they're only focused on one thing. And the reason is because that's what's visible most of the time is your arms and your abs and, and your traps and all this stuff. Then you got these little itty-bitty legs, and, and they're neglecting an important part of their life. And uh, my buddy Tim's here, and he's a, a fitness trainer. You can tell just because he's, like, ripped and stuff. And, and <laughs> Tim is very much about working your legs. He said there's lots of benefits to working your legs. You have to work your legs. A lot of strength comes from your legs. But most people at the gym, they focus on what people will see on the day-to-day. And I think that a lot of us are like that, too. We, we, as Christians, we walk around, and we want to work on the things that people see. I do have a smile on my face, but we're wearing a mask, and on the inside, we're hurting, we're, we're depressed, we're, we're barely making it. But we're focused on the things that people see, and we're neglecting the things that really matter. Is our foundation, our legs. If I were to say, what is the strongest part of your body? What's the most important part? We can name different things. Maybe it's this, maybe it's that. But in James, James has, uh, he would say that the most important part or the strongest part of your body, turn with me in the book of James, chapter 3. And he says, it's your tongue. He says, your tongue is your most Important part of your body. And it says this in James chapter 3. I'm going to read out of the message translation. If you have a different translation, go ahead and just follow along as best you can. And it says this, James chapter 3, verse 3 says this. A bit in the mouth of a horse controls the whole horse. A small rudder on a huge ship in the hands of a skilled captain can set a course in the face of a strong wind. The word out of the mouth, many seem have no account, but it can accomplish nearly anything or destroy it. 
It only takes a spark, remember, to set a a forest on fire. A careless or wrong word placed in the mouth can do that. By our speech, we can ruin the world, turn harmful to cha- harmony to chaos, throw mud on our rec- reputation, set the whole world up in smokes, smoke, and go up with it. Smoke right from the pit of hell, he says. Verse 7. This is scary. You can tame a tiger, but you cannot tame the tongue. It can never be done. The tongue ruins, runs wild. It's a wanton killer. With our tongues, we bless our Father. With the same tongue, we curse every man and woman who he made in his image. Curses and blessings out of the same mouth. My friends, this cannot be so. A spring does not gush fresh water one day and blackish the next, does it? An apple tree does not bear raspberries, do they? Raspberry bushes don't bear apples. They don't. You're not going to dip into a putty, a muddy hole and get out a clear cup of cool water, are you? Father, we just come before you. We thank you for who you are in our lives. We thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace. And I just declare that, that everything that you want to be done today gets accomplished, Lord. That I would step back. I would decrease so that you, the greater one on the inside of me, would increase, Father. And just let everybody forget that I said 202011 today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I want that men in black thing where you go, bloop, and you just like, this is start all over. <laughs> men in black, right? <laughs> but James would say that the strongest part of the body is the tongue. That the tongue is, is probably the least one that you think about in your body. And we can't say that it's actually a muscle because it's actually a matrix of muscles. The tongue is actually made up of eight different muscles. Did you know that? There's, there's eight that attach to the back of your throat and your, your neck and all that kind of stuff. And then the other four are like intertwined. And they're more like an octopus's tentacles or an elephant's tusk. Or trunk, sorry, trunk. It's, it's not attached at the base, so that way it can move. It's all intertwined. It's super weird. Did you know that just to talk, it takes 100 muscles? What I'm doing right now, I'm flexing 100 muscles as this whole time that I've been talking. These are muscles that we don't even think about. I don't even know the names of them. But I'm depending on them to speak, to sing, to talk, to eat, these, these muscles that I, I'm not thinking about, but they're so very important to me. James says, this is the most important thing. Out of your mouth, you can produce blessings or cursings. In 2020, what did you produce? What were you speaking into your atmosphere? Were you speaking cursing and, 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 and death? Or were you speaking life? Or were you speaking life into your surroundings? See, yes, the tongue is so very important. But if we really want to talk about the strongest muscle with the greatest endurance, I was talking to my buddy Tim. And I said, Tim, what's the strongest muscle in the body? And I thought he was going to say one thing. And then he said another thing. And he said, it's the heart. 
The heart is hands down the most important muscle in your body. And it's the, one of the most neglected. We never think about it. You never think about it until something goes wrong. Like, oh, my chest hurts. I, I must have this. I must have that. And, but other than that, your heart is moving 24-7, 365, and you don't think about it. It's constantly working on your behalf. It's so important that Jesus says this in Matthew. Matthew chapter 12, verse 34. Matthew chapter 12. It's in the New Testament for those that are new to the Bible. It is okay. Matthew chapter 12, verse uh, 34, actually. Let me get there, too. It says this. It says, a bond of vipers. How can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. See, see the, heart is, the heart is made manifest every time we open our mouths. You ever heard somebody say, well, I didn't mean it like that, or, or you don't know my heart. <laughs> Christians, we're, we're good at that one. You don't know my heart. Yeah, we do know your heart because every time you open your mouth, you're declaring what your heart is saying. I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, you did. You don't know my heart. Yes, we do. We know your heart because it's on display every time you talk. How are you talking? Through your text. When you're angry at somebody. When you're alone in the car and you're frustrated, your heart is on display. You're declaring things out of the abundance. What is in your heart? What is in your spirit? What you're dealing with is coming out, whether it's vomit or whether it's cool, flowing water. It's coming out. We're so quick to, to check all the other things like, oh, my, my legs are working, my arms are working, my heart's right. I mean, my eyes are right. My, I'm trying to say the right things, but my heart is just a mess. Brother Jesse's declaration said, your words are what's going to carry you into this year. Your words are what's going to bless you. Your words are going to create the foundation your life of faith walks on. It's your words. What are you saying how you exited 2020 will determine how you've entered into 2021. And how that happens is through your words. What are you declaring over your life? See, the, the, the decisions or the, the path that you're on, the direction you're going can be changed by the declaration you declare. The declaration that you speak on a day-to-day -day basis. If you want to change your world, change your words. It's that simple. If you want to change your situation, then change your declaration. What am I saying on a daily basis that I'm sick, I'm not going to make it, I'm not good enough? And if you're in that situation and you feel like that, don't feel bad about it. We, we've all been there at some point in our lives. I can't tell you how many times I felt like I wasn't good enough. It was just when I said 2011. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've been down on myself. You ever, you ever been down on yourself and felt like? It's going to happen, but don't speak it out. 
Don't give it life. Don't give it place in your heart. And understand that not every thought that comes into your mind is from you. Not every uh, thought that comes into your mind originated from your spirit. I understand that we have an enemy. And he does want to kill, steal, and destroy you. And the book of Revelations declares that his greatest weapon is deception. He wants to plant things into your mind, into your heart, and get you to speak it to give it life. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. What are you? See, the devil wants to get you to say something. Because he knows if I can get you to say something, if I can get you to speak uh, death over your life, if I can get you to speak pros- uh, the, uh, poverty over your life, if I can get you to speak these things, then I know they'll come to pass. And God is saying, I've put words into your heart. I've given you life. I've created you to be a speaking spirit, to speak life into dead situations. I, I remember... I remember as a boy, I was uh, outside playing with my, my friends, and we were living in Norwalk at the time, and um, we were playing hide-and-seek. You guys remember hide-and-seek? <laughs> hide-and-seek was a, I was good. I remember I played so many times at church. I was so good, I got left at church. <laughs> my parents deny it to this day, but there was a few times where they went home, one thinking I was with the other one, and I was hiding in a bush somewhere, and nobody could find me. <laughs> Jasper had to take me home a couple of times. Jasper, you remember that? <laughs> they, they completely forgot about it. They, to this day, they're like, no, that never happened. I was like, yeah, I did. Um, but anyway, I was at home, and I was, I was uh, playing hide-and-seek, and I was, my, my parents' room was in the front of the house, and, and right outside their window, and back then there was those thin windows. They weren't like the double pane. Now. It was like those thin windows. And there was this like uh, brick fence, but it had holes in the brick fence, like decorative holes. And so I was hiding behind the brick fence, and I was crouched down. And another one of my friends ran over to hide with me. And when you're playing hide-and-seek, you don't want a lot of people hiding with you because then it takes up space, and it's easy to see. Like, you want to be in your own spot. Like, you go find your own place. This is my place. And I was hiding there. And I said, get the H-E double hockey sticks away from me. <laughs> I said, get away. And I, my mom was a, taking a nap in the room, and she woke up real quick. <laughs> real quick. She was up, and she said, Art! <laughs> and she, I could hear her. Like, I heard her, and I knew that I was in trouble. And she, as she was running Towards the, I don't know, I can almost imagine her like running out the door. And she said, Brent, get in the house. And I was like, guys, I got to go. I'll be back. (laughs) So I go inside. So I go inside and, and, you know, dad sits me down and they they talk about the power of your words. And these aren't words that we we speak. These aren't things that we say. And then they they pulled a Christmas story on me. And they... (laughs) They got the soap out. And I, I had seen this many times on, uh, you know, um, every Christmas. Every Christmas, the Christmas. You guys ever seen the Christmas story? Ralphie. And you got, he, his was Life Boy, they, they gave him. And I remember my dad getting, the, he, he got the bar of soap, and I was like, it can't be that bad. Like, I, I'm just going to fake it and just, like, 
put it in my mouth. I'll hold it there for a bit. It'll be fine. Like, he'll think that he's doing something, and it's not. (laughs) And I just remember playing this out and, and him continually saying, words matter, Brent. I'm trying to establish a life in you. I'm trying to show you that words matter and they're important and they have weight to them. And this isn't how we speak as Christians, as believers, as sons and daughters of God. We don't speak like this. And he gave me the soap and I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I held it in my mouth for as long as I could. I held it in there. I forgot how bad that was. Ah, got on my teeth. But I held it in. I need some water. This is gonna. This isn't gonna help. Yeah. But I held this soap in my mouth as to clean something here, but it was really here. It was an illustration that my dad wanted me to understand that this is important, but it stems from here. You ever been to the doctors and what do they say? Open up. You go, eh. They want to see your tongue. Why? Because a tongue is a good indicator about what's going on in the body. If there's something wrong in the body, it's usually visible on the top of the tongue. So they want to look at your tongue to see how your body's doing. I want to see how your heart's doing. I just need to listen to your mouth. I remember Brother Hagen used to say, the more you talk, the more you sin. And it's so true. We need to be slow to talk and, and quick to listen. Don't be so quick to, to sprout something out when you're angry. I, I, if you guys were here last Sunday, Pastor Joanne did a great job. Pastor Art did a great job. They got to bless one of our families here in church. And, and a lot of you were a part of that, and it was so awesome. And they did such a great job that God moved through them and had them bless different people and service. Are you guys here for that? It was so awesome. But you know that when Pastor Joanne got home, someone texted her and, and began to tell her how bad she was and how she was so disrespectful and how, all these different things. And this attack immediately came to her. Right after that amazing service, that this person watched that service and then went ahead and texted her and said, this was, it was so bad this, that you did this and you did that. And, and she began to cry and get down on herself. And it was so, I was so angry. That right after this amazing service, the enemy would come and try to steal that joy. That the enemy would come and try to take what she had just spoke life into. I said, Mom, don't even worry about it. Let it go. You did an amazing job. God used you to be a blessing to somebody else. And, And all of us as a congregation got to be a part of that blessing. Let's go back to James chapter 3. Verse 5 and 6 says this. It only takes a small spark. Remember to set off a fire in a forest. A careless or wrongly placed word out of the mouth can do that. It only takes a spark to ignite a fire. But you know what I've learned? I was doing some research on this. I still have... Soap in my mouth, I can still taste it on my lips. I was doing some research on this. Do you know that firefighters 
will also start fires. They're called a controlled burn. It's called a controlled burn, which is needed to fight a fire. So they'll fight fire with fire. Scripture says right here that it only takes a spark to set a forest on fire, and that fire can come straight from the pit of hell. But you know what also can combat that fire? It's being filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking the fire of God into a situation. The same way that the enemy tries to destruct your, destroy your life or destruct, destruct what you're doing is the same way that you can combat that is by speaking God's word into a dead situation. Say, God, I, I know what it looks like on the outside, but God, I'm going to speak your word into this dead situation. I'm going to speak life into where death is, seems to be running rapid. I'm going to speak health and healing into my bones and into my body when, when CNN is telling me that it's doomsday. I don't care what they say. Their prophets are false. God, you are true. <laughs> health and healing is in this home. When the world is, is speaking unemployment and furlough, God, you're speaking prosperity in every situation. God, your word is true, and that's what I'm going to speak today. Health and healing is in this home. Jesus declares this in Mark chapter 11, verse 23. Go ahead and turn with me. Mark chapter 11, verse 23. You guys doing okay? Mark chapter 11, verse 23 says this. And Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be moved and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. This is, this is powerful. And if you read the, the, the story or the account of why this is even happening, you see Jesus had just, he was traveling. And as he's traveling, he sees this fig tree afar off, and he's hungry. And he goes up to the fig tree, opposed, like, believing that this fig tree has figs because the leaves are big and they're, they're, it should have figs, but it doesn't. So Jesus goes up to this fig tree looking for fruit. The tree has no fruit. Jesus gets upset because he's hungry. You ever been like that? You go to McDonald's trying to get that ice cream cone. They're like, oh, it's broken. Like, how come y'all always broke? None of your ice cream machines ever work. From this day forward, no one will ever have ice cream. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm going to declare something over McDonald's. And I'm playing. I'm playing. Jesus comes to this fig tree, and this fig tree, which should be bearing fruit, has no fruit. So Jesus declares, no one will eat fruit from you again. And he leaves. The next day, the disciples, they're passing by again. And they see the fig tree, which he cursed the day before, and is now withered up from the root, it says. And Jesus, they, they, they go, Jesus, that tree that you were talking to yesterday, it's dead. And Jesus doesn't even talk about the tree because he was, it's already dead. And he turns to them and he says, if you would say unto this mountain right here, be moved and be cast into the sea and not doubt in your heart, you will have what you say. 
this is amazing for a couple of reasons. Is he's trying to get them to understand. See, see this mountain, this unmovable object. See, now today we have things that move mountains. We have dynamite. We've got machines. We've, we've built things that can move mountains. But in that time, there was nothing that could move a mountain. And Jesus was trying to get them to see the power of your words. That if you would say to this mountain right here, be cast into the sea, be moved from my life. He's trying to get them to understand that there's going to be some mountains in your life. There's going to be some mountains in your heart that need to be moved. And they're going to look like unmovable objects. There's going to be some hurt that, that just buries deep down inside. And it's created a mountain in your heart. And it's created a mountain of depression in your life. And it's stayed there. You think you can never get it to move. But God's saying, through the power of my word, the word, this fire that I've placed in your heart, you can speak life into that situation and move that mountain from you. But understand, you can't be a mountain mover if you're a mountain creator. You can't do both. I can't move mountains from my life when I'm busy making them. I, I can't, God can't use me to move a mountain in somebody else's life when I'm building mountains in their lives. When I'm constantly speaking death over them or, or, or cursings or, or you're not good enough. Why would you do that? You always make mistakes. You're useless. It's, it's no use. You're, you're, you can't accomplish anything. And then God's going to come to you and say, hey, can you build them up? No, it's not going to happen. Use your words to build somebody up. I remember uh, uh, Gloria Copeland made a statement. She said, before you speak, think. And she broke down the word think like, like this. T stands for is it true? H stands for is it helpful? I, is it inspiring? N, is it necessary? And K, is it kind? So before you speak to somebody, think, is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? And is it kind? Am I, is this necessary that I speak into this? You know, sometimes you don't need to cast your pearls to swine. And it's a hard thing to say that this person that is talking to you, they may be a swine and it's not worth you talking to them. That's just being real. I want you to understand today that God has placed a wealth on the inside of you. It's up to us to begin to speak that wealth into existence. Amen. Your words matter today. Speak life into 2021. God has a plan and a purpose for you. 2021 is going to be amazing, I'm telling you. 2020 was amazing. If you were in the, the will of God, wherever you were in 2020, if you were in the will of God, it was amazing. Because being in the will of God, it, it can't fail. Like People were talking doom and gloom in 2020. I had a good 2020. It didn't matter what was looking. You know why? Because as sickness, the, the, they would say that sickness was just a blanket over everybody. No, it didn't come to my house. No. It, it, it didn't come at my door. And if it did, my God was able to deliver me. 
it may look like lack and, 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 and poverty was running rapid. Not at my house. Uh-uh. Nope. Uh-uh. I, I didn't accept it. I didn't speak it. I wasn't like, oh, man, look at the, the news is telling me that everything's falling apart. It must be true because they never lie. They've gotten everything right. Not when God says you're more than a conqueror. Not when God says you're above only and not beneath. When he says you're the head and not the tail. He's called you to prosper. He's called you to be healthy and and strong. And he's placed seeds of greatness on the inside of each and every one of us. It's time that we stand up and be the speaking spirit God has called us to be. And begin to speak life into dead situations. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, I I hope you guys got something out of this today. You guys If you were encouraged by today's message and believe it would be uplifting to others, then be sure to rate us and hit subscribe. To experience more of Heritage, visit us at www.heritageff.org. Again, thank you for listening to the Heritage Podcast today. And remember, Jesus is Lord.